During the last three weeks, we've been talking about pushing your limits. Uh, we spoke about not overdoing it. Now tell me, are you confused? If yes, don't worry, it's all going to make sense. And if you're not confused, but you're eager to learn about the benefits of having clear, specific things you want to spend time on during your practice, stay tuned. But first, the intro. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. Hey, no matter what workout you currently have, no matter how much money you paid for it, or how recommended or how good your coach is, it's down to you. And you know this. You determine whether you're becoming a faster runner. And it's only going to happen when you're proactive about that aim, that goal in your mind that you want to improve on. Means what? What should you do when, you, when you're going for a Cooper test, for example? We spoke about it in the last episode. What should you be thinking about? Unfortunately, too often runners think about distractions. I said about those, oh, no moments. Oh, jeez, no. <laughs> I wonder if I shouldn't have bought those compression sh- socks she's wearing. Wow, those shades, they look good. Oh, are those the type that keep the sweat from running in your eyes? <laughs> Ooh, what a nice color of a water bottle. I wonder if it's comfortable for holding on long runs. Gee, I shouldn't have worn this other jacket or I should have worn an extra layer. Hmm, how many more laps until this test is over? <laughs> I might be exaggerating, but hey, perhaps somebody out there could identify with a thought like that. Maybe I didn't find your exact thought or example, but I'm sure whilst listening, you found your own. And so from today onwards, you're going to replace those thoughts with the following. Just, just, and they all start with an I am. I am going to run every 100 meters as precise and focused as I can. Of course, this applies to doing the Cooper step. Why? Because you're going to do it on a track, and a track has got 400 meters, and you can divide it very compactly. I'm going to run every 100 meters as precise and focused as I can. What's, what's going to happen there? Means that first 100 meters you're doing from the start line until you reach the first left turn, you're going to be precise and focused. Now, the second statement, I'm going to remain fully focused on how I take each stride. Whoa, that's now pushing up your game. Each stride? Really, Heiko, each stride? Yes, each stride, because it's just 100 meters. So you're going to really focus on how you're lifting your knee, how you're pushing off. Next one, I'm going to focus on me, myself, and my lane. Uh, No, it's not about Elaine, it's about your lane. (laughs) So focusing on the area where you currently are. You're not going to be thinking about the shopping you have to do and the yogurt has been reduced, so you should buy. No, you're going to be focused on that space. Then, I am going to run the corner with extra attention to maintaining my speed. Why? Because as we do that turn, a corner turn, you know what I mean, turn as you're in the turn we tend to slow down or perhaps some of you tend to slow and tend to overspeed. so the more concentration you put in that turn the more precise you're going to maintain your pace now those examples that sound so simple they are what is called a focus driven approach to your training now, any, any training session can feel long, and a Cooper test can feel long, and, and the confidence that comes from improving on your personal, personal records, that's what actually keeps you motivated 
and will ensure you come back the next time with even a bigger zeal and enthusiasm for your run. And hey, if it's not a Cooper test you're doing, maybe today is your day where you plan to do an 8K run. How about including some fast intervals that can be reps of quick short sprints of 100 meters or 200 meters. That's why the government invested a lot of money to plant trees or lampposts. So you know, you can judge the distance, didn't you know? That's why they put them there. <laughs> or without being complicated and relying on a super complicated training re uh, regime, which you may not even be able to remember because you didn't read it properly. <clears throat> How about just picking up the pace for the next one kilometer of your 6K run? Just one kilometer. Just exert yourself on that. Or if there's a hill section and you're already, you're already feeling a bit out of power, you're already feeling like, oh, I'm fatiguing here, I'm, I'm slowing down. How about running it up on purpose with a speed that normally you would never, ever do? I'm really talking about giving it all. Surprise yourself as what might happen. You might just reach the top and not drop dead like you thought you were, but rather you might have more energy than you thought possible. You feel your heart beating like mad, but you made it. You've never felt your heart beat, feel, beat like that before. Can you imagine what that's going to do to your mindset? And then you imagine what the effect that will have on your approach towards running. Da -da, I bet you're going to be much more brave and much more, much more daring setting next milestones. Now, I wouldn't recommend you to, to then immediately change your goals and try for a new personal record, like let me scrap all of this, let me set new goals. No, but changing your short-term goals, definitely that's what I would recommend. Um, there are so many options, so many differences and variations you can put in that will, that will help you stay on track. Uh, which track? No, not the track when you're running or doing your Cooper test, but staying on track on your part to become a better, stronger, and smarter runner. That's the track. It'll help you stay motivated. No reason to look for something outside of you to get you going. You know, something externally is going to affect how I'm internally going to decide to run. No, you, you will have an appetite and a desire developed internally to come back to the track again and again. See, this is what the pro knows. This is what a pro is constantly doing. The professional runner, they figured it out a long time ago. It's your time now to figure out what is going to make you fail or improve. The desire to chase something, the desire to figure out what is your best condition to improve. <laughs> Not every day is the day to improve. Don't you think that it's more valuable than, than any training plan? Why is it that some runners go from coach to coach, from online course to online course? Because they're not improving. They're not getting the results they want. It's because they have failed to develop. And listen, this is important. Those runners, they fail to develop their own map. Now, the territory never is the map, is it? <laughs> it's your own ability with your own unique circumstances where you're going to find your best approach to improving. So you need to get active. You need to write down your training runs and writing your effort that you applied in, in numbers or in words, whatever you feel more comfortable with, but stop just relying on Strava, on your Apple Watch, on your Sunto, I like the Sunto, whatever you're using. So by documenting with honesty that, hey, perhaps this run wasn't good, and then you page through your book and you go back a whole month and you've seen, hey, the whole month hasn't been good. Why would you then, for example, expect a personal best time? It'll be nearly impossible. So you're going to be developing an honesty with yourself because you have a reference. And of course, the reverse is also true to change around. 
Once you, once you have crushed and you've repeated it uh, a certain time, uh, you were able to, to complete it much faster than you thought. Write the word impossible down and then draw a big red line through it because suddenly you realize you're capable of more than you thought. And by writing it down, you had to, number one, remember it. Number two, write it. Number three, read it. So three times it's ingrained. This positive experience is ingrained three times in your mind. You're documenting for yourself your progress. You're proving to yourself that these steps are possible for you. And that, by repeatedly doing them, What's going to happen? You're going to reach a new fitness level. You're going to need to reach a new run level. Not only a new fitness level that you'll be able to identify that you know what I need to improve on my strength training uh, or my cross training or I need to work on injury prevention because suddenly you will give much more importance to staying fit because now you have that taste, that spirit of improvement. So there'll be no more guessing about hmm, when will it be possible or ah, the time you know it's it's just a play it'll be a training plan that adapts whilst you're training you will analyze your data you'll adjust your plan to always make the best compromise isn't training all about making compromises been daily tasks <laughs> of course it is and by taking the time to to rehearse your visualization of uh, uh, of that successful moment of that repeat, that he'll repeat, or that, that, or that successful Cooper test you did. And we've spoken about that already in previous podcasts. Taking a, a run episode that was really great and immersing in it mentally. Just taking five minutes practice. And that, that's another five minutes you'll develop yourself mentally. And the five minutes will lead into 10 minutes. And I promise you, next thing, you're going to be doing 15 minutes deep meditation sessions. That's geared to improve your unique run experience. That's how it happens. You don't need to go to the Himalayas and sit in a monastery for 15 years to learn this. You just need to do it for five minutes. You just need to take that great run and sit there and think about it for five minutes. Now, if your great run was half an hour, let's say it was a 30-minute great run, and you're thinking about it for five minutes, that means, well, it's not a lot actually, isn't it? So if you, the more focused you're on thinking about it, the more time you're going to need to relive it in your mind's eye, to replay it. And you're not doing it with somebody else. It's not somebody who just wrote the script and now you're reading it and you're trying to relate to it and it doesn't feel like it's yours and no wonder it's not working. So, you know, it means brain training doesn't work because obviously you tried it, but it was somebody else's. This is the way to train and become a better version, a better runner of yourself. And this is one of the most important discoveries. And this is from William James. It's an American philosopher and um, psychologist. He said, I'm not quoting exactly here, but this is how I remember it. The most important discovery of our generation is that each person can change his life by changing his attitude. Come on. How powerful is that? You know, the most important discovery of our generation is that each person can change his life by changing his attitude. The formulation of goals and the, and the inner representation that you can reach is always, it, it develops inner strengths, which in turn creates more self-confidence. And if you have the internal strength and confidence, you, you will hear it in your inner dialogue. It'll change. No more, oh, no moments. And you know this, this yourself, running up a hill or doing a Cooper test with a negative dialogue is setting yourself up for failure. Well, not for failure, but you're not going to reach your best, are you? And we will do some of these exercises in the next couple of podcasts. Are you actually aware that whilst you're listening to this, you're saving money? Why? Because you, you're going to improve by applying these techniques simply by doing things you can already or, or you should already have been doing and you could have been doing this since a long time already. 
There's nothing standing in your way of practicing mindfulness. These little experiences where we do much better than we thought we could help you expand your horizon. And the small successes in real life are necessary so that you can visualize during your brain training sessions. So, especially those runners getting closer to 40, sometimes one lacks the courage to sit to, to, to sit <laughs> to, to set a higher target and, and there are so many possibilities or areas in your run that, that can improve uh, where you can improve where you, where you don't just need to have pure speed and it, and it doesn't matter if your visualization you are imagining a potential that is completely unrealistic even then it's beneficial I would encourage you to do this rather than to set yourself lower targets and then you reach them <laughs> because you're creating limiting beliefs that's a different story See, the power of optimism to develop or to further develop it and to improve it is there. There's a strong correlation between improved performance and improved optimism. They go hand in hand. Uh, we always need to find a reason for a result. And the reason quite often is not the true improvement. You know, athletes will, uh, athletes, you know, or even people who are not athletes, they develop descriptions of successes and failures, descriptions which become etched in stone, but so often they're not correct. And that's my aim here, to help you eradicate thoughts which are hindering you to become the best runner you can be. <laughs> hey, Proverbs 4 verse 25, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignoring life distractions. You know, this is such a powerful verse from the Bible. It relates to our running as well. Hey, I hope this gets you from thinking about running better to actually running better. I hope this helps you to improve yourself and perhaps even reach out, drop me an email, look me up. You can find me under hypnorun.com or hikerstribble.com. Um, if you feel like you want to have a, a chat about how to further improve or structure your mental training, do get in touch with me. And hey, the next time you're on Amazon, I'm pretty sure you're going to go there anyway soon. Just check out Heiko Stribble Brain Training for Runners. It's a short, compact, powerful guide with scientifically proven methods that will help you become a better, stronger, and smarter runner. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me. My name is Heiko. God bless you. And remember, take it easy.